Singapore Station. Oddly shaped, built of dozens of disparate pieces, close to seven miles long, moved almost imperceptibly through space at the heart of the inner frontier. It was not a world, but merely a structure. It possessed no government, yet was home to almost 20,000 permanent residents and a quarter million transients. A dozen mile-long docking arms shot out from its core, giving it the appearance of a gigantic, shining, mutated spider. The most important location on the three oxygen levels of the station was Duke's Place, a casino run by the once human individual known as the Platinum Duke. It attracted humans and aliens for its gaming tables, its drinks, and its willingness to look the other way when black marketeers gathered to do their business. But on this particular day, more important things were transpiring than simply the winning and losing of money. To the men, women, and aliens gathered in the Platinum Duke's back room, the stakes were a lot higher than that. Wilson Cole faced the assemblage. He was a nondescript man, an inch or two below normal height, a few pounds overweight, his brown hair starting to turn gray. There was nothing in his appearance to suggest that he had been the most decorated member of the Republic's vast military machine, or that for the past four years he had been that same military's most wanted outlaw. It's time, he said. We leave tomorrow. Tomorrow? exclaimed a few surprised voices. I've received word that the Navy has dispatched a fleet of 800 ships, and they should reach Singapore Station in two days' time. So like it or not, we're in a state of war. We always were, snorted an extremely tall, statuesque redhead. Not until last month, Val. Cole corrected her. Okay said the woman named Val. You weren't at war with the Republic. I was. It makes no difference, he replied. Right now we all are. You can't say this was unanticipated, said a man whose face and limbs, indeed everything but his eyes and tongue, seemed to be made of platinum. Of course it wasn't, answered Cole. But it means that it's time to go on the offensive. Are you sure we're ready? Asked a short blonde woman. I don't think it matters, said Cole. It's been forced on us. He paused. Look, the Navy tortured two of our officers and then destroyed an entire planet for harboring them. So we declared the inner frontier off-limits and began picking off Navy ships one at a time whenever they'd crossed the border. It was only a matter of time before they responded in force. They did that last month, and we beat them, at a cost of half our fleet. This time they're coming with more than twice as many ships. What will it cost us to beat them again? And if we do, how many ships do you think they'll send the next time? They've got three million to choose from, and four worlds devoted to doing nothing but building more. We have less than a thousand, and most of them have no defenses against the kind of weaponry they'll have to face.
If we can't hold off 800 ships, or 1,500, or 2,000, on our own home ground, how the hell do you plan to conquer the Republic? Demanded the Platinum Duke. I trusted you, Wilson. Now you tell me you can't defend Singapore Station. I can defend it, said Cole. I'm telling you I won't defend it. We can't stay here. It just wouldn't be worth the cost in ships and lives. If we lose, it's over. And if we win, then we'll lose the next time, or the time after that. So instead you're going to conquer the Republic, with its 60,000 worlds and three million military ships. Persisted the Duke sarcastically. I'll tell you something, Wilson. If you promote God to gunnery officer of the Teddy R, I'll still put my money on the Republic. Wars are like safaris, answered Cole calmly. The best ones are where you only have to fire one or two shots. Spare me your platitudes, snapped the Duke. Eight hundred ships are coming out here for blood. They don't know that you've teamed up with the octopus. They don't know about the few hundred ships you recruited from the Republic itself. They don't even know if the Theodore Roosevelt still exists. All they know is that we annihilated their last force at Singapore Station. And that's what they're coming to destroy. They're not coming to destroy Singapore Station, chimed in the octopus, a huge man who stood out even among the most bizarre aliens in the room. He wore no shirt and had six misshapen hands projecting armless from his ribcage, three on each side. Use your brain, Duke. Just make it clear that you're doing business as usual. Have your girls greet them with open arms and keep your casinos and bars and drug dens running around the clock. They know that Singapore Station doesn't have motive power. Until last month, they never lost a ship anywhere near the station. The only reason they came here is because they were tipped that coal was here. They don't want your station. They want him. And in all immodesty, me. Fine snarled the Duke. So they're not going to blow it away. They're just going to appropriate everything I own. That makes it all okay.